Today, we're talking about why it is that you hold yourself back from your desires and your dreams. Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Batak, and I teach you how to have amazing relationships by doing one simple thing. Dismantling supremacy culture's internalized oppression and conditioning. Be sure that you've hit subscribe to the podcast and come on over and join me in my private newsletter community where I have a collection of specially curated tools to get you started. Simply visit www.sharanimbatuk.com slash connect to get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're here back with me for another episode. We are starting to wind down for the season. There's just a few more episodes left. And today I want to speak with you about why it is that we deny ourselves the permission to have what it is that we truly desire, that we truly want in our lives, that is the deepest thing that we feel in our heart. And of course, since you've been here with me for a while, I know that you know that the answer comes back down to supremacy and supremacy culture's impact on us, the ways that we have internalized supremacy, the parts that tell us that we're not good enough, we're not worthy enough, we're not valuable, we can't achieve our dreams, we can't experience it, the thing that keeps us continuing to half-ass our dreams and our desires and the things that we want, yeah. That is because of the ways supremacy culture has conditioned us and our nervous systems to believe that we're not good enough, we're not worthy enough, we're not valuable enough, we have nothing to contribute, and that we don't deserve that thing that our heart truly desires. And if you recall, I had an episode earlier speaking about the why you don't deserve things. And really, in this sense, when I say it to you now, like we truly do believe that we don't deserve to allow ourselves to experience our heart's deepest desires. And in the other one, it was like, you know, you don't deserve it because you don't have to earn it. You don't have to work hard for it. You don't have to achieve, achieve, achieve and hustle and hustle and hustle in order to experience it. And so it's along the same lines, but a little bit different. Anyhow's. Coming back, because you know me, I get on tangents every now and again. Really, for generations and even thousands and thousands of years, we have been taught that we're not important, that we don't matter, and that we have nothing to offer. And even though on a conscious level, you may know how untrue that is, 
Yet on your subconscious level, because of the ways your brain, your body, and your nervous system have been conditioned by supremacy, on an unconscious level, you truly do believe that you aren't important, you aren't worthy, you don't matter. And if you were to believe that you don't matter, like on a subconscious level, if the belief is there that you don't matter, of course your dreams won't matter and your desires won't matter. And the thing that you want to do or live or experience does not matter because you don't matter. See where I'm going with this? So with that, I just want to share with you a story. We're going to get into story time right now, actually, is what we're going to do. So for years and years and years now, there has been a desire that I have had really deep in my heart. If you look at any journal, any coaching notes, anything that I have ever done in the last five, six years, it's been a long time, you guys. And there's this desire, this dream that I have written about over and over, that I have dreamt about over and over. And that was to have my career as author, speaker, transformational leader. I'm over being a therapist. <laughs> like, it's funny, I was actually sharing this with one of my coaching groups that I never planned to be a therapist. The thing that I actually did not want to do was listen to people's problems. Like I literally would tell you that because I have my undergrad in psychology. I have my BA in psychology and Spanish. And when people asked, oh, are you going to be a psychologist? Are you going to be a therapist? I literally would say no, because I don't want to listen to everybody's problems. And yet through divine intervention, I somehow (laughs) became a therapist. And I am so over being a therapist. I've been over being a therapist for quite some time now. And I first took some level of ownership for this about mm, January, February of 2020. Now, we all know what happened in March of 2020. I finally gave myself, again, for years and years, before 2020, I had been writing it down, author, speaker, transformational leader. Anytime I ever envisioned what it is that I am here for, that I'm meant to do in this world, it was always to speak, teach, lead, facilitate. That has always been what it is. I see it when I close my eyes. I see it right now. I see it as I'm speaking to you. I see it. This is the thing. And... For the longest time, I denied myself that permission because I was scared. What would happen to my income? I mean, all I knew for my entire career, the last, let's see, I've been licensed for 10 years, four years prior to that, I have pre-licensure work, and there was all the years before that that I was in the profession while I was in undergrad and still studying towards it, right? So I have at least 18 years of experience, okay? And... That literally, at some point, 
was half of my life. So now we're at the point where for more than half of my life, this is all I've known. And so I was afraid that if I were to take full out ownership of the fact that I am one, over being a therapist, and two, all I want to do is speak, teach, lead, and facilitate, I was afraid of what would happen to my income. How would my me and my family survive? How would all of that go down? Actually, for multiple reasons. One reason is because of the financial fear that had been programmed into me by supremacy, okay? Because being a brown woman, a triple colonized brown woman, I have seen poverty and struggle. It lives in my bones. It lives in my DNA. It lives in my family's DNA. We know poverty and struggle. And we know that you have to, quote unquote, work hard in order to receive any sort of financial ends to whatever means or whatever it is, right? Like in order to make money, you have to work really hard. So I was terrified that if I were to take this other path and really give myself permission to do what it is that I wanted to do, that I, how was I going to make money, right? And I knew that being a therapist made me money. I mean, I'm not like rolling in dough over here, but I definitely was making enough money in order to be able to support myself and contribute to my family in the way that I needed to contribute to my family. So about January 2020, I finally was like, yes, this is the year I'm doing it. This is the year I'm giving myself permission. I'm going all in to the online branch of the business. Signed up for a coaching program, all the things, okay? (sighs) And then March 2020 hit. My nervous system, which was already freaked out, went into an even greater freak out because now everything's shutting down. How was I going to do this? Like, I mean, just all the things, right? And then, of course, not to mention the anxiety from the trauma response that lives inherent in my body and my DNA because of epigenetics and what living through wars and lockdowns and shutdowns and all of that does and activates in the body. So all of that combined threw me into this frantic frenzy, this like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I have to go back to the counseling thing. And I literally teetered back and forth and back and forth. And let me tell you, I paid $10,000 for this coaching program. And so I was definitely not going to waste my entire investment, right? And so yeah, I had said this is what I was going to do, and then I didn't stay committed to it because my nervous system was not programmed to stay committed to the thing that was my desire and my passion and what it was that I really, truly, honestly wanted to do. No, my nervous system had been hijacked by all of the conditioning of anxiety, fear, scarcity, lack, how am I going to pay the bills, how am I going to get clients, everything's shutting down, all the things. So 2020 happened, and I've shared with you the story of what happened in September of 2020, 
which was truly the last time I crashed and burned, like hardcore, burnt out, crashed and burned, because you see, I wasn't going to waste the $10,000 investment that I had made. And of course, the hundreds of thousands of dollars before that, that I had spent on coaching and business mentorship and all that other stuff, was not going to waste all of that. And so in my fear-driven mode, I did launch a program and not a single person signed up. And you can hear more about this in earlier episodes. I did an episode about failure, failure to launch. That was one of them. And then there's another one tied to that. So I actually did one in September 2020. And then I did one almost a year later reflecting on what had transpired over that year. But pretty much not a single person signed up after I had done all of the things, like literally everything, all the I's dotted, T's crossed, all the systems in place, just everything the way the quote unquote experts had told me to, and not a single person signed up. And let me tell you, my webinar was amazing. My emails were amazing. The content was amazing. I mean, Anna put together the most beautiful slide deck for me for that webinar. It was so just beautiful and felt like it was going to be the thing. Granted, the entire time my nervous system is freaking the fuck out. I'm in total fear. I'm in total lack. I'm in total scarcity and I'm in total neediness to try and get clients to join this program. Okay. Are you still with me? I hope you are. And so What ended up happening is on September 23rd of 2020, not a single person had signed up and registration was closing on the 24th. And I sat there and I screamed out and I said, why, why, God, why did this happen to me again? Because this wasn't the first time I had tried to do this. And what I heard in response was, because you have been doing it the colonizer's way. Yeah, that was a huge eye-opening moment for me. And that is what I took with me into my retreat when I crashed and burned and literally just withdrew from the world so that I could tend to myself. And then 2021 happened and I made the commitment to obedience and obedience to my higher power. And what would happen if I listened to (laughs) and followed instructions on what my higher power asked me to do without questioning it, without talking back, without second guessing, but literally just, it was an experiment in growing my trust in my higher power, a divine source of something to guide me. And in November of 2021, I got the message. It was time for me to let my therapy practice clients know that I am no longer taking on any clients for weekly therapy and that I was going to be focusing on my online business with the coaching, consulting, the book, the podcast, this, what we're doing here. And and I sent the email out and I was scared. Don't get me wrong. I might have been obedient, but I still get to have like a conversation with my higher power and be like, are you sure? 
And my higher power is like, yes, I'm sure. Anyways, and so that went on for a little while, but I did. Ultimately, I did send that email and I said, you know, I'm no longer taking individual clients. I'm further downsizing my therapy practice and my rates are going up. I mean, all the things. Then I was like, well, now what? (laughs) Well, shoot, now what? And... I was like, you know what, at this time of year, and quite frankly, December is when I do my business visioning. Like the two weeks I take off at the end of December is typically when I do my business visioning. And it was already done. It was done in November. So part of me was freaking out because what was I going to do on those two weeks that I always take off to rest? Like, hello, maybe I could rest. But it was done. And I followed through on that. And I was still going back and forth a little bit on, is this truly, (laughs) actually, it's funny because I got into fear again and I got into, oh shit, what's going to happen now? Because I just told my therapy clients that I am not doing, I'm further downsizing my therapy practice. And so how's this going to work out for me? So I did go into a little bit of fear, a little bit of scarcity, a little bit of lack, Okay, maybe it was more than a little bit, but this time I had awareness of exactly what I was doing, exactly what was happening, exactly what I needed to do. So about February of 2022, so now we're in 2022, we're current, and I went to my speaker training live in Atlanta. It was the culmination of the speaker training I was doing, and going into that trip, I knew that that was going to be a turning point for me and my career and the way I show up in this world. And sure enough, went to Atlanta and then took a few days to play in New York. If you follow me on Instagram at Sharani M. Batuk, then you know, and you got a little backseat tour or a backseat ride as I was doing all of this fun stuff. Uh, with the speaker training and seeing friend a friend in Atlanta. Actually, I met Dr. Nilaja Green, um, Dr. B. Nilaja Green, who was our guest on episode four, Intergenerational Trauma um, of the podcast. And I got to meet her in real life and had a great time. Got to see other friends that I haven't seen. Got to challenge my control and my anxiety and fear around COVID and all of that. And yeah, and I came back and took a really slow re-entry. Like really, I for almost a week, I did nothing but see my clients. I had a few clients to see for my therapy practice and I saw them, but I literally did almost nothing else. And then the following week, I allowed myself a little bit more of the same. And then I finally started to feel energized And now we're in the middle of March by now, okay? And so now we're in the middle of March 2022, and I'm just now starting to feel that sense of aliveness coming back to me. And in the middle of writing an IG post, like I was a post, I don't even remember what post it was that I was writing, and out of me poured The thing that I have been desiring to do, the thing that has been on my heart, the speaking, teaching, leading, facilitating. And it literally poured out of me that I am going to be doing a group coaching program 
leading nine women through a nine-month transformational program with in-depth mentorship and in-depth coaching to help them really truly come into right relationship with themselves so that they can then experience amazing relationships with other people. It's the thing that I have been desiring. One of that's a part of the facilitating, right? And being a transformational leader. I have been wanting to do that and denying myself the permission because I kept being like, "Oh, well, I'll just do one-to-one coaching." Yeah, that's the thing that I can start with, you know, because I didn't believe that the thing that I really wanted was available to me. And that day, it just was a part of the download (laughs) that I received as I was writing that post that this is what you're doing. And I was like, oh, okay. And I literally sat with it and I journaled with it and I realized that that is the thing that my heart truly desires. That is what I have been dreaming of, envisioning, and have wanted so deeply in my heart. But I didn't think that I was important enough, that I was worthy enough, that I was valuable enough to be able to take full out 100% ownership of that vision and that dream. And I also had that scarcity and that fear of, well, what's going to happen financially? And what if nobody signs up again? And all these other things. And as a result of that download coming through, I made the decision that this is what I am doing. I don't enjoy the one-to-one work so much anymore. I love to see and facilitate the transformation that happens when groups come together in community and transform and heal together. That is really where I light up and am on fire. Like that is the thing that I have so much passion about. So I made the decision that all of those other times, the reason it probably didn't quote unquote work out is because I had not been taking full ownership of my desire, of my dream, of what it is that was alive inside of me because I was afraid of so many things. So I withheld that permission from myself. Withheld it. And in my withholding that permission from myself, you suffered. And I suffered. You suffered because I wasn't taking ownership that this is the thing that's in my heart and that this is the way that I can support you as you are on your adventure, as you are learning and growing and evolving and getting a deeply personal understanding, like a deeply intimate knowing of who you are. I didn't take ownership. And because I didn't take ownership, because I withheld that permission from myself, I did you a disservice. And I did me a disservice because that dream was living inside of me and I wasn't giving myself the permission. 
<sighs> so that, my friend, is my story for you. And what I hope that you take away from this is that the reason we withhold permission from ourselves, the reason we deny ourselves our desires and our dreams is because this is the way that we've been programmed and conditioned. This is what lives so deep inside of us. This is what that programming has been for millennia. So it can feel really uncomfortable or we can half-ass our ownership or we can say that we're doing the thing but really we're not doing the thing. And then there comes a point where that dream and that desire is like, it's time. It's time. And the reason I said yes, the full out yes to that is because I know the transformation that this nine-month coaching container is going to provide. And I know the transformation that is going to happen with the nine women who join me in this container. I know in every single cell of my body and all the way deep in my bones that the women who I am inviting into this space with me will not be the same when they leave are nine months together. They will be completely changed and completely transformed. And they are going to take that with them into their families, into their homes, into their jobs, into their communities, into their businesses, into their organizations, into their companies. And that is what I have been desiring and dreaming of. And if you desire the same thing for yourself, then come to www.sharanimbatuk.com and learn how you can either join me for this cohort or how you can get on the wait list and hear about upcoming cohorts. Because this nine-month container of in-depth mentorship and coaching will change you. You will not be the same. And I'm inviting you to give me your hand, to say yes to yourself, to your desires, to your dreams, to your passions. And let me lead you through this. Again, visit Sharani M. Batak dot com in order to learn how you can get in and we will be together again soon take really good care my friend and i truly do hope to see you on the inside of my nine month transformational experience I want to take a moment to honor and acknowledge the amazing support team that helps make this podcast possible for you. Starting with Diego Velazquez, our podcast editor and the talented artist who created our custom music. Ana Olvina, my wonderful assistant who creates all of our beautiful graphics and the transcript of every episode, which you can find over at www.fierceauthenticity.com. Biana Sandich, who writes our amazing show notes and does it so well that I bet you couldn't tell it wasn't me. 
the talented Jillian at Epoxy Studios, whose photography is our cover art and pretty much every other curated image that you see of me on social media. My husband, who puts up with me when it's 11.30 p.m. on a Sunday night, and I'm like, hey, babe, I gotta record a podcast episode. Like, right now. Is that okay? My higher power, whose divine wisdom flows through me to bring these messages to you. And last but not least, I want to thank you, my listener, so much for listening in. If you'd like to join the podcast support team, some ways you can do so are by rating and reviewing the podcast, sharing it with everyone you know, and if possible, making a financial contribution through the link in the show notes so that you too can be part of the team elevating this podcast and making it possible to bring to other listeners like you. I'm sending you so much love and we will be together again soon. 